0: Well, praise the Lord, and God bless you this evening, and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, and regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. Well, it's just a lot of stuff happening today, and as we all know, this happens, that happens, and, uh, you know, we just got to trust God every step of the way. That we go in this life that we live. And I personally learned that you got to trust God when everything else fails. Bow your head with me for a moment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you on behalf of those that are with me this evening, those that are watching this broadcast, however they're receiving it, Uh, whether they're listening to my podcast, television, however they receive it, as you touch, heal, deliver. And make free. Break the yoke to the people alive. Bring deliverance upon the understanding of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Well, I tell you, life has so many things that we could complain about, that we could cry about, and that we could be upset about. Life isn't always going to go the way we want. Everything we want to happen isn't always going to happen the way we want it to happen. I've learned that. I've learned that things happen different times at different uh, rates for different reasons. However, I also learned that God is in control. On the last couple of Sundays, I've been speaking about fire. I told you that there's all no types of fire. I told you that we could be mixed up in all kinds of fire. We could cause fires. As you know, people cause forest fires. Some unintentionally and some intentionally. So that fire started. Well, let's talk about fire today a little more. Let's go to Daniel in the book of Daniel, King James Version. Before we get, I want to say this. I got said I, said I was gonna say this today. Those of you that watch this broadcast and that listen to this broadcast by podcast, listen. I need to hear from you guys. I need y'all to contact me by email or either we care at the tabernacle of deliverance, Ic.org. Or oh, you can actually write to us. We still get people mail messages from people and different things and through regular mail. You can you can email uh, you can write to us at uh, PO the Tabernacle Deliverance, P.O. Box 535, West Havershore, New York, 10993. That's the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated, PO Box, P.O. Box 535. West Shore, New York, 10993. And you can send a love offering, but don't send cash, check the or money order. All right. And those of you that, uh, uh, y'all can send it, y'all use uh, uh, you, Zell, uh well, well, I really don't have Zell, but you can cash app us to Pastor B.L. Wells. Uh, or you can uh, send it to the tabernacle. Um, Tabernacle underscore I-N-C at PayPal. Okay, that's tab- uh, paypal.me, tabernacle underslash I-N-C. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3. And let's go to verse 27 real quick. Look at that verse and the princes and the governors and captains and the king's counselors being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was a hair of their head side, neither was a coat changed, nor the smell of fire had passed upon them, on them. Let me read it again. And the princes and governors and captains and the king's counselors being gathered together, so these men upon whom their body the fire had no power, nor and here of the head sign, neither their coat changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. This is the story of uh, Meshach, Sandrak, and Abednego. These are the three men that have ever threw in the fire. And as he threw them in the fire, something dramatic happened with them while they were in the fire. They didn't get burned. The difference with this fire that they was in, it was turned up seven times hotter than it normally is. This fire was ultimately hot. It was super hot. Anybody that went by the fire got burned. But these three men that were thrown in the fire, Sandrak, Mijek, and Abednego, didn't get burned, didn't have a smell of fire on them. Why? That's an interesting thing. We're talking about fire. What fire does. Anything that was in that fire got burnt up. But these three men wasn't touched nor the smell of fire was on them. This, this is interesting. The smell of fire wasn't on them. Their clothes wasn't burnt. Their hair wasn't burnt. It had no smell of fire on them. Why? Because the Son of God got involved in that fire. That's the difference. That is the difference. with going through fire. Who's with you? It makes the difference of when you go through fire, who's actually going through the fire with you. Everybody go through trial. Everybody everybody on this planet go through some type of test. I don't care how rich you are, what your color is, where you come from. Everybody goes through some type of trial, some type of fiery test but it makes a difference of who is with you when you go through that test. And when this case here, these three men, Sandrak, Meshach, and Abednego had a living God on their side. When they went through that fire, they came out. This is why I tell people that. Don't tell everybody your testimony. Everybody don't need to tell your testimony. Y'all constantly talk about people who say, well, I got to tell everybody my testimony. That's not even biblical. The Bible says that many are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. You need to be led by God. whom to tell your testimony to? Why? Because if you were the prostitute, every woman don't want to hear your testimony. Huh? If you were the homosexual or lesbian, every straight person don't want to hear your testimony, and they don't want to be around you. Think I'm kidding? Men that don't drink don't like to be around alcoholics. I'm going to tell you a testimony of my own regarding that. When I was a young man, when I was a, oh, a teenager, all the men that was around me, they were a bunch of alcoholics. I'm serious. They were drinking some stuff. And I said, I'll never, ever be like them. And I don't want to be around no drunk. Did you hear what I said? I don't want to be around no alcoholic. I don't want to. I, I can't stand them. They talk crazy. I don't want to be around. Hmm. I got saved. About 15 years later, I met Brother Oliver. Brother Oliver was a confessed alcoholic. He was a stone, as he said, he was a stone alcoholic. He didn't live without a drink in his hand. Did you hear me? He told me a story about uh, chefs. He said, see, you've got three types of chefs. I said, what do you mean? He said, either they gay, womanized, or drunks. I'm the drunk and the womanized. Now, I just told y'all I said, well, when I grew up, I didn't want to be around no drunk, no alcoholic. But God saved that man, cleaned him up, sanctified him, filled him with the Holy Ghost. And so you would have never known that that man drank unless he told you. Why? Because the God of heaven got in his life. When he gave his life to the Lord, the Lord cleaned him up. You would never know that he was an alcoholic. You would never know anything about him. You would never know. Unless he told you. You would think about all of us was the same since a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's far from that. What well, the stuff that he told me is he was far from salvation. He said it was so bad one time. He had to run away from a man so he don't shoot him to death. And the dumb man kept following. He said, Pastor Well, the man kept following me. I was trying to get away from. I had two guns in my pocket. I could have killed him right there. I had to run away to save his life. Isn't that something? And the guy didn't even know he had guns on him. Fire. When God's fire gets in your life, it does something. I'll say it again. There's different types of fire. You got the world fire, and you've got God's fire. When God's fire gets in you, it burns up everything that's not right. Oh, glory. It burns up everything around you. That's not right. It sanctifies you. It purges you. It cleanses you. Fire. Real fire. Brother Oliver, one of the greatest testimonies that I've heard outside of a few other people. He's gone gone on to be with the Lord. But his testimony of how God cleaned him up, saved him, sanctified him, baptized him, filled him with the Holy Ghost is amazing. Because if you met him, you would never know that that man ever drank a drop of any type of alcohol. All I ever know, brother, all I us do a sit around drinking black coffee all day. No, we ain't had no bottles in the house. I did the house all the time. Fine. The three Hebrew boys were in that fight. All these councils and governors and leaders, everybody was there, and they knew they were in that fire. They're scratching their head now because these three boys ain't burning Why ain't they fighting? The king had to turn them seven times Why are they did. Why are they already burned part of the Huh? Hmm. Fire. That story showed you, you can actually get in fire. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say, Pastor Wells told you to go start no fire and get inside of him. <laughs> I know some people out there crazy. They'll start a fire and say, God's going to deliver me out of this. No, 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 no. Don't go to the Bible say, tempt not the Lord thy God. Okay? Don't tempt God. Don't play with him. Not a play, toy. He's not a flunky. So what happens while you're in the midst of the fire? What's going on? God will bring you out. And here's the best part of God. It's not he just don't bring you out. What, like, what is another thing I like about God is this. He'll not only bring you out, not a soul will know you ever been in that fire. You hear what I said? God will bring you out and have no scars, no smell, no breath, nothing, no sight, no action, no nothing on you that you've ever been in that fire. But you're going to know. You're going to know that God brought you out of that fire. And you don't need nobody to tell you. You're going to know for a shadow of doubt in your mind that God brought you out of that fire. Let's move on. Let's go to Proverbs 16, 27. God will bring you out of any fire that you go through. Proverbs sixteen twenty seven. Look at that verse. Proverbs sixteen twenty seven. King James version. Listen to this verse. This is important. We're talking about fire. He did. An ungodly man digges up evil. In his lips, there was a burning fire. Did you hear that? I'll, re- I'll say it again. An ungodly man digges up evil, and in his lips, there is a burning fire. An ungodly man digges up evil. You don't know how to do better than that. He don't know how not to do the baby. He don't know how not to do this because God is not in his life. The mouth, the tongue is a world of iniquity. It sets your body on a course of hell. Ungodly, man. See what he said, ungodly. He's not talking about a murderer. He's talking about unsplained people. People that don't know Jesus Christ, the pardon of their sins, they're ungodly. Uh, ungodly man. He's digging up evil, plotting stuff. And his mouth is a burning fire. It's not on the course of hell. And he's going to say whatever his mind tells him to say. Because he ain't got no control in the spirit. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. An ungodly man is going to say whatever he got to say. He's going to curse you. He's going to curse you. He's going to spew at you. He's going to do everything he can with that mouth. Because it's on fire. of the course of hell. I'm not joking. It was real. I was watching the 20th season of um, uh, Hell's Kitchen. I don't go along with the curse not love food. But this season was unique because Randy Gordon was looking for a protege to be like him but not him. So when I watched the show, I realized what the person had to do. They got to talk nasty like he talked. They got to love food like he loved food. And they got to know how to cook. And they got to know how to eat. But the part that got me, they got to know how to talk like he talked. And anybody ever watched that show knows he talked bad. <laughs> He's a nice person. But what comes out of his mouth is the course of hell. I'm just being honest. He's a nice man outside from what I see outside of the show. But when, when you come down to food, don't mess with him. <laughs> if you can't cook, stay away from him. Don't talk about you gonna tell him how to cook. <laughs> but the point is. I wanna, I wanna bring something out about fire in this. You gotta have that and fire, cursing spirit in you to be his predicate. Did you ever what I said? To be his predicate, you gotta have that kind of tongue in your mouth. If you got that weak meat, me, me, me you ain't gonna qualify. I don't care if you could, cook, could be the greatest cook of all time. If you ain't got a tongue like his, you can be. That's something to think about. That's something to think about fire. When you watch that show, you learn that everybody, that when they show, he's trying to explain it to them. You got to have a passion for food. You got to have a fire in your belly for food. Not just eating, cooking it. You got to have that fire in you. You ain't got to forget you. I was watching one young guy. Guy could cook like tomorrow, but he's a mouse. Even in my terms, he's a mouse. Uh, uh, you're not winning that competition. Go home. Because you ain't got no fire in you. You don't have to be cussing to swing. You ain't even got normal fire. <laughs> you ain't got normal fire. Yeah, I could cook. I got some fire in me, but I sure ain't no chef. Won't want to be. Too much stress. But when you look at this verse, it says, an ungodly man digging the people, and in his lip there's a burning fire. <laughs> He's on fire. His mouth is on fire. You got to watch people. Do you know? That's like a tail bearer. They'll take something and twist it ten different ways and sell it out ten different ways. Huh? A busybody, another one. They not can't keep shut. They ain't everybody's business. Huh? And what makes it so bad? Some of these people cross fire. You hear about constant forest fires. Somebody goes into the forest. You don't know how to cook. And this actually happened. didn't know how to cook. And had your little oh, stove down. Whatever. Gas stove and didn't know what he was doing. It caught the daggone fire. He kind to put the fire fire off. How How you put the fire fire out? You don't even know what to do with the stove. Then you got the other man. No, two wannabe firemen set a big fire, fire. Killed all those animals in trees. I'm telling you ungodly people do some crazy behind stuff. You hear me? You got to watch people. You ever notice my wife was explaining to me when I was driving the other day, uh, over the last week, when I was driving, the people shout out right in front of me, and the person in the pastor's car had this weird strange smile on their face. They was laughing that I didn't almost hit them. They were actually laughing. That's the devil in them. They're going to drive right in front of me. Right in front of me. And the one in the driver's seat laughing. That's that devil spirit, that demon spirit in that Nobody in that right mind going to be laughing when somebody almost killed him behind. That's the devil. Because he don't care about it. <laughs> he don't care about you. He wants you to go in a hell with it. I don't know what I'm talking about today. He wants you to go into a and hand forever with him. Huh? He ain't caring about you. He ain't caring about your tomorrow. He's not caring if you make eternal life. He just wants your soul. And he's psyched so many people. Many people are lost because the devil deceives them. Yeah, the scripture said that wasn't that possible. He would deceive the very elect of God, but we got God's word. That's why you got to read God's word, get to know God for yourself so you don't become one of the devil's victims file let's go to Leviticus chapter one uh, chapter 10 and verse one Leviticus chapter 10 and verse one real quick Leviticus chapter 10 and verse 1. I want you to listen to something about people constantly complain about precious children. I want you to listen to this verse. Ben-Hadab and Ahadab and Abinu, the sons of Aaron, took neither of them his censor. Took either of them his censor. And put fire therein, and put incense therein thereon, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which the Lord commanded them not. I'm gonna read it again. Listen to this. And Nahab and Nahab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censor and put fire therein. And put incense there and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded not. Verse 2. And there went out a fire from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Preachers' children and fire. Preacher's children and fire. Amen. Here you have a unique story of two sons of Aaron. Knew what to do. And did it not, but they did it professionally, and then they had the nerve to come to all to God. And God said, Who do you think you're playing with? Amen. Preach his children today. My, this is my father, Bishop Sauce so of Apostle Sauce so of Blah, 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 Blah. We live in a good life. I can do whatever I want. They go back and Lebanon eyes, the woman eyes, they do every nothing thing they could think of. And then listen to this. Some of their parents, those so-called quote, 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 famous preachers and pastors of these churches, they protect them. They don't rebuke them. They pat them on the back. Say, my child wouldn't do that. You know your children are doing this wickedness. So before I it, because my son didn't do this, man. the Lord said, I'm going to take care of this myself. You got to know what fire you're playing with. You gotta know what you're doing when you're dealing with the things of God. God said, I'm not waiting on anything to come to me. I'm gonna take care of this myself. They're gonna come and bring safe fire to me. Who do they think they are? So God's gonna send them some fire. God sent them fire and burned them up. He literally burned them up. Hello? Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. The living God isn't like us. He's holy. He's clean. He's righteous. You're not bringing your mess in his house. The Lord revealed that to me some years ago when I first started um, a pastor on my own. After I did the internship, I was sitting outside. I started in the hotel and I was sitting outside the service. Everybody was inside. I think Pastor George was with me that Sunday morning. I I think he was with me. And I was sitting outside, and I had a cup of hair, tea in my hand. And I said, "Lord, how do how do they bring all this mess into the church? I don't understand." He said, "The same way you taking that cup of tea in the church with you. You taking that cup of tea in the church. You just walk in the church with that cup of tea, and they gonna that's how they do. They do the same thing. They bring their mess right into the church, huh?" The children bring their mess right into the house of God and they ain't nothing. And the pastor passed them on the back. You preaching in the stop having your sons have a sleepover. Huh? You're getting the boys together. Huh? you getting the girls together. Huh? Stop this sleepover mess. You know that for your son is better with souls so daughter, stop that mess. Stop that fire from burning before you cause your son to be lost. fire. You can't play with God. Y- y'all think I'm joking. Y'all preaching out there think this is a game. I'm telling you, God will rain down fire on your behind for not obeying what it was say. He said if you don't study my counsel and fire my people to hell, they won't be messed up. Now, I don't want to stand in the counsel of God so the fire God gonna consume your behind. I don't mince my words, and I don't bite my tongue. I'm gonna tell you the way it is. It's the same way, it's, it's going on today. These preachers got their kids doing everything, then put them up in the ministry. They are doing everything foul, and you you putting them up. Y'all better get your lives together with God. God's fire is nothing to play with. Let's move on. Let me pray for those of our television broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch everybody watching this broadcast right now. Meet every need in their life. Give them your fire in their life. Stir them up to seek after you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's move on. <clears throat> Let's go to Jude. Jude one and seven. Look at that verse, Jude one and seven. Jude 1 and 7 says, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh set forth an example of suffering vengeance of eternal fire. Let me read it one more time real quick. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities round about them in a like manner giving themselves over to fornication Going after strange flesh are uh, set for that for an example of suffering the vengeance of a cannon fire. Did you hear that? Y'all you know, people running around talking about it's okay to have sex before marriage. Don't you hear what that's what you just said? Huh? Y'all talk about homosexuality like a dog. Well, Here's what the Bible said about fornication. Let me read it again. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah, and the, and the, the cities round about them I mean like minded. They are giving themselves over to the fornication. And going out after strange, they forth for an example of suffering and vengeance and And burn your behinds up. Fornication. It's one of the reasons Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. I've heard for years, preachers run this number that it was only homosexuals that God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. That is a bold faced lie from hell. That is my truth. I had to get in my Bible read it for myself. It was a conversation, a straight They say, oh, that's why God destroyed Son of Gamora because all those the homosexual. No, no, tell the truth because you and your children are out there fornicating. You don't want to say that it was fornication, but the Bible makes it plain that Son of Michael destroyed because of fornication and straight flesh and they met with men and women with women doing that which is unseemly. Huh? Who are you fooling me? You're not fooling me. All you fornicators are gonna go to hell, and then return to the lake of fire if you don't repent of your sin. Come out of it. Give your life to the Lord. I'm gonna say it again. All you people that's having sex before marriage are living in fornication, and all you people shocking, y'all gonna wind up in hell. Y'all gonna y'all gonna y'all gonna go from hell to the lake of fire because y'all gonna be judged for your deeds. I'm telling you, I'm not fooling you. Like it's in the scripture. I'm not making this up. The Bible stood warn them for me. For years, preachers will never talk about fornication. And they always bother me. Why not? It's like right big letters in the Bible. Why? Because they children without their getting pregnant or getting somebody pregnant. They went out there screwing to the as they say. They were hooking up. Hooking up is a big thing. That's how Satan work on people. He gets you to hook up so he can jack you up. Huh? I know a young girl personally. She wouldn't listen to her parents. So she went out doing her thing. And oh, she will not listen to nobody, so her friend Party. So quote, quote, quote. Best friend left her at a party. Guess what? She had no way to get home, and a guy offered her a way to go home, and he raped them. Mm-hmm. Her best friend left a booty, booty, booty. Yeah. Sin is nothing to play with. Yeah. It's dangerous and it's killable. It kills everything it touches. It destroys everything it touches. It very causes it to get burnt up. This scripture here tells us about fire from God for fornication. We just talked about people doing strange things That was the children of the service of God. Y'all think that, oh, that's my child. God, I let them go. There's no way in the Bible. That's that. No way. God destroyed those two young men because they made strange fire. You know, see, you you got to understand something about that, that's scripture other the scripture. They used the vessel of God to do that. That's what makes us so bad. That's what makes us so bad today. Y'all do your mess. Some of y'all do it and plot your nasty deeds right in the house of God. I always talk about the story uh, the man that was in the, oh, I, I was shocked. I actually seen the video of the guy. The guy watching a porno video during Sunday. He's sitting in the balcony with with everybody else and he got his tablet there and he's watching a porno video why the man, the pastor is preaching. That guy got problems. You talking about fire from God? He will never stand a chance before God. He just respect God's house. I know a preacher that backslid. He said, Bernard, I ain't doing no mess in the church because I respect God's house. I ain't doing no mess in there, so I, I, I'm not doing it. God, I honor him. Quicker than he'll honor these guys doing all this mess in the church. God'll quickly accept that man repentance that he'll accept these preachers doing all this mess in the house of God with no concern. His children fornicating all over again, dropping babies left and right, and then y'all pat them on the back like it's okay, it's not okay. It's here in the Bible. They talk about homosexuality, homosexuality, homosexuality. They don't talk about adultery. They don't talk about fornication. They don't talk about sexual abuse. Oh, i I, I, I tell you. They don't talk about those things. They don't want nobody to know because they got that mess going on. You got a preacher messing with you? Tell somebody. Pastor so-and-so rubbing you now, tell somebody. Pastor so-and-so or the deacon or the organist wanna talk about, they want you to come and spend a night with them, tell somebody. Tell somebody, don't let that mess you up. They ain't annoying about God, they ain't annoying about the devil doing that mess, that's the devil. You don't need to go sleep in nobody's bed for you to get to know God. I heard a preacher one time say, the Holy Ghost Ghost made me commit a a fornication with all those young girls. I said, he's a lying wonder. That's that devil in him. The Holy Ghost don't do no mess. That's that demon spirit in him had him doing that. And he was table with a lot of girls in the church. Big name creatures In Canada. Fire. What it does for a person. Fire eats up. If it's the wrong type of fire. It eats up the goodness of that person. It eats up the morals and character of that person. That building. When you got the wrong fire in your life. When you don't got God's fire in your life, and you got the devil's fire in your life, it eats up your moral character. It just eats away and eats away until you've nothing left of you. You just filth. Let's move on. Let's go to Romans 127. Y'all think I'm joking. I'm not. Y'all can say, "But well, I'll point now and then. Keep on. But remember, I warned you. Romans one i I'm going to show you about, it's okay, it's okay to do that. Let's go to Romans one twenty seven. and here's what I have to say about that. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, conventionness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, and deceit, and now, now, oh, wait, 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 that's the wrong verse, excuse me. Verse 27. And likewise, the men also, leaving the natural use of a woman, burned in their lust toward one another, uh, or one toward another, men with then working out, which is us to me, and receiving themselves recompense of the error, which was me. I'll read it again. Likewise, the men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burned in their lust one to another, One towards another men with men working out, which are seemingly receiving them, so recompense of of the era which was met. Burning! That fire burning in them, desiring another man, I gotta have him. Oh, you good looking, I want you tonight. So here's what happened? Listen to this. Because a lot of preachers ran that, read that scripture, they connected it with, with uh, 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 Sodom and Gomorrah story. So that's where they got only men with men. Oh, those are homosexual. But that's not the truth. Fornication was a bigger problem than homosexuality. Homosexuality has been around since the fall of the angels. The angels slept with women, made them pregnant. Oh, I could go on and tell you a story. Make your head spin. This is because of wickedness. When the enemy was kicked out of heaven, he became the (laughs) prince of the air. Homosexuality, fornication, this will cause you to be lost. Lying, people say there's nothing wrong with a little white lie now and then. Lying, it's right there, written in black and white. That's why the Bible says study to show yourself approved A workman needed, not be ashamed, rightly dividing the words of truth. You've got the right to rightly divide the words of truth. You've got right to rightly divide the words of truth. Everybody running around saying homosexuals, homosexuals. Oh, stop it. Talk about all the things and come short of the glory of God. And this scripture here tells us, you go to verse 29. It says, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, convention maliciousness, maliciousness, uh, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, mouth gone there, go on and on and on. These people will be lost except they repent of their sins. I'm not joking you. We talk about real fire. We talk about being eternally lost. Burning throughout eternity unnecessarily. You do not have to be lost. That's something to think about. You don't have to be lost. No, you don't. The men burned in love. Listen, today it's accepted. Gay marriage, lesbian marriage, it's all accepted. Everybody accepted. Whether I have Yay and lesbian members in my family. I'ma make this clear. They all know I don't condone, and I'm not going along with it. They're adults. I can't stop them from doing nothing. I can't stop them from sleeping with who they want to sleep with. But I will tell them there's a judgment for what you're doing. And I'm not condoning. Some preaching, I heard one story about one pastor never ever preached about homosexuality because his son was a homosexual he didn't want to offend, uh, offend his son well he has no clue that he has offended god for not telling the truth so if he thinks he did his service of a uh, son of favor, he did his son a great disservice and a definitely a disservice to his own soul because he did not tell the whole truth you can't tell some of it You got to tell the whole story because everybody needs the whole story. You could jump up and down and scream and speak in tongues all you want. If you don't tell the truth, you're still going to be lost. It don't matter. It doesn't matter how much you jump up and down. It's whether you're telling the truth or not or living the truth. It's a shame. Fire, the wrong type of fire, destroys people moral conflict it destroys it eats up their morality let's move on let's go to Jude 123 people like to hear a certain type of message I ain't got no certain type of message I just tell you the truth except that I reject Jude one twenty three. Listen to this. This is the man and woman of God's job. Listen to this. And of others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even a garment spotted by the flesh. I'll say it again. And of others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even a garment spotted with the flesh. You hear that? you Yeah. Save others to the word of God with fear, pull them out of the fires of hell and sin. By telling them the truth. Praying them through. You have to pray people through. We don't want to do that today. That's not here. But what's hit today is all this. Uh, um, they, they come to church in their jeans that they just ran around the street in, and, and they get up on the pope and start singing and start preaching. Yeah, and they got all the beats and the weeds going and everything else, but they don't really want to talk about holiness. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you are deceiving yourself. If you think you're going to get into God's kingdom without being holy, you're not going. You could call me old-fashioned, old time, anything you want, but the Bible makes it plain, be ye holy, for I am holy. He said in Hebrews 12, and when I think it is, be follow all men, and holiness without which no man, excuse me, Hebrews 12 and 14, be follow all men, and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. None, not, none, none, none. You so-called hip preachers today, huh. You're doing those people a disservice by not telling them the truth. Y'all turkey turkey doing around saying, come on, God wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. Come, come, come anywhere you are. Do whatever you want. God's going to bless you. He loves you. <laughs> That's funny. The Bible said God will bless you. Well, he said he'll bless you coming out. He'll bless you going in. Psalms chapter, Psalms one and one day. Blessed is the man, that walketh not the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sin. It's so already blessed when you don't do that. There's no, there's no, there's no shortcut. So look at that verse one more time. And above the same were fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garbage found about the flesh you got to tell people the truth. you got to show them in the word of God they're going the wrong way. They're taking the wrong route. People want to be blessed. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with wanting to be the blessed. There's nothing wrong God bless. But I don't know what people want to be blessed with today. That's one of the things. Everybody say they want to be blessed. You gotta, well, you gotta watch people because some people got the fire the devil in them. So they saying they want to be blessed with sister, so and so husband, or a brother, so and so wife. They burning with love. Well, they don't got God's fire in them. Just telling the truth. You gotta know what fire these people got. I remember I was in church years ago, and this man came up to one of the elders I know and asked him to pray for God to give him a sex change. He said, "I'm not praying for that." He said, "Well, God, I want God to make sure everything go well with my my sex change." He said, "I'm not praying for you to get no sex change. Well, yeah, I look like a fool to you? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pray to the living God to change you to something that He never made you in. That ain't happening." I know some of these famous preachers. I'm not gonna name my mama. Be nice today. I'm not gonna name them. They condone homosexuality. They gonna condone the sex changes. I ain't beating around it. I ain't playing games. They're gonna go to hell if they don't repent. And y'all gonna fool y'all? Y'all run behind all this foolishness. Y'all need to get in God's way That's crazy. The man actually went to him and asked him to pray for him to have a sex change. He was shocked. He couldn't believe the man came there. The man was dressed like, oh, dressed like a woman. And then he went up there and said, could you pray for me? Did I have a sex change? He said, no. i not praying for you to have no sex change. God don't change sexes. That's man. I want to say something about sex change. Love me or leave me, I don't care. Let me tell you, explain something about sex change. Yes, many people have had sex change. Yes, some of them actually look like women or look like men after the sex change. But here's the thing. They still a man or they still a woman because you would have to take out every single organ in their body. Change their head take their brain out. You you would have to strip them. Not just push their penis in or take off their breasts or whatever they do. That still means they're male or female. Fire. They got the wrong fire in their life. That's why they got the devil's fire in them. I don't care what nobody say. They got the devil's fire in them. You can't sex, physical sex change does not change the person man made a male or female you can't change that. can't change that. You got to get God's fire and you like to clean that mess out of your spirit. Let's move on. I don't care you can be upset. it's just the truth. The Bible said you should know the truth And the truth will make you free Therefore if the Son of God shall make you free You're going to be free indeed God ain't saying you free He's going to make you free Let's go to 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians chapter 3 Look at that verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and verse 13. Listen to that. Listen to this. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Let me read it again. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Did you hear what I said? Let me read it one more time. Every man's work shall be made manifest for the day, shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man work of what sort it is. Y'all hear that, preachers? Your work shall be tried by fire and it's going to reveal what type of work it is. Your work is going to be manifest whether it's going to be burnt up before God. That's something to think about. All work is going to be manifested. All work is going to be tried through fire. And as it's tried through fire, it's going to reveal whether or not it was made of it. Who made it? You better make sure God's on your side of what you're doing. These guys start in these churches. They start online services. Some of them have no clue what they're talking about. God is going to try your fire. They're going to try your fire. What's in that kind of fire you got? Whether it's strange fire you got or whether it's God-given fire. He's going to try, and if it ain't right, it's going to burn you. I told my wife two weeks ago uh, I, I, in service, I asked, I told her, I said, fire. Did you know fire burn up fire? Fire start fire. She said, well, no, not really. Yes, fire start fire. This is a tissue. If I light it and drop it next to the box of tissues, they are going to catch on fire. Every single one. And they're going to burn up whatever else around them. Why? Cause fire start fire, and this scripture talks it plain. Every work is man's work. Notice he didn't say some. He said every man's work is going to be made manifest. Every man's work is going to be made manifest, and he's going to burn up stuff. He's going to try you through fire. I'm well, not your ministry, General or not. We living in a day where it's about uh fam and fortune. Some wanna be like Jake, some wanna be like this body, some wanna be like they don't know who they are. They don't wanna know who they are, they don't wanna know who they supposed to be, they wanna be like everybody out. Well, he got a big car, nice big church. I want a big church and a nice big car. I want this. I want that. I want this. But Jakes and these guys, they write books. They make money. Some of them make money from their books. So it's not just the church giving them money. they get paid when they sell a book. I don't know nothing about Jakes. No special oil you know, and all that other stuff. I know he does books and stuff. So he makes money. I know a couple of them. They make a lot of money from their books. But for them. But you can't want to be like everybody else. Your work is going to be tried by God by what you do, not what they do. Not what they do. You got to understand the fire that you have and you were supposed to be from God and that's a God-given fire for you to get your work done. Not theirs. They got to give account. For what they're supposed to do Whether they're doing it or not They got to give account So you, you don't want to be another man sin. I'm not trying to be like nobody It's hard enough being Bernard Whether I have one person Follow this ministry or 10 million people following I still need to be Bernard And I'm always be me Let's move on. Let's go to Revelation 20 and 15. Revelation 20 and 15 said. I want you I want you to listen to this. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'll read it again. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the fire. I just read to you about a scripture that every man's work will be made manifest. Everybody's work is going to be made manifest. Everybody everybody, 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 everybody. I'm not just talking about preaching. I'm not just talking about preaching. Talking about everybody. See, people got it wrong. Oh, he just talked about preaching. No! You church going. You went around saying you stay. You righteous. Talk about you. He's talking about everybody that name the name of Christ. The Bible said that those that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. You guys are racist. Y'all hate black people y'all hate Spanish people, y'all hate Indians, you black people that hate white people and all this other stupid stuff, and you call yourself Christian. He's talking about you. Every man, work is going to be tried by see if It's the real thing. And then Revelation 21 20 and 15 says, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. You got to be found in the book Of life, you have to have repented of your sins and accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and obeyed what the Word of God has said. No other way. The Bible said there's no other name in the heaven whereby a man can be saved, but in the name of the Son of the Living God Jesus Christ. And Him alone. You don't want to be turned into the lake of fire, do you? Oh, yeah, some do. Some people think, just, oh, I'll be there with my friend. Your friends ain't saying that. Your friends saying, I don't want to go to no lake of fire. People in their right mind don't want to be lost. Let me tell you something about that. You think real smart people really want to go to hell if they don't believe in God? They don't want to go to hell. That's real. What are you, nuts? People that smart and not safe and don't believe in God, they still don't want to go to hell on a lake of fire. If it's real, you <laughs> getting me. You think because a person is the an atheist, they want to go to hell? No, no. Dumb people say, oh, I'm going to hell, I'm going to be living with all my friends. Smart, educated people don't say that. Well, I don't believe in God. And they're hoping that God's not real because they really don't want to go to hell. They really don't want to go to the lake of fire. They want to live good here and live good eternally. Y'all ain't getting this today. They want to live good here and they want to live good eternally. They don't want to be lost. Some of them will. Some of them must see the light. If your name is not written in the last book of life, you will be lost. There's nothing nobody can do about it. I'm that serious. That's something to think about. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior and obeyed what the word of God said, you can only obey what the word of God said by reading it and spending time with God, and getting to know who God is, God the Father is, getting to know Father. What he likes and what he doesn't like, what he don't like. You can spend your whole life living in La La Land, going to church religiously, going to synagogue religiously, or temples religiously, to please people, make other people happy and be lost. Dabba. Give me the matter You can be lost. And it's not worth it. It's not worth being lost. It's not worth it. Thank you. It's not worth being lost. Now think about it. It's not worth it. Huh? You see me drinking water here after watching this video? That water is good. Nah. I got my wife to give me another bottle. Why am I telling you this? Because I here on earth. I can drink cool water. But in hell, you ain't getting none. You ain't getting none when you lost. You going to win somebody just took a drop or tip of this water, put on your tongue. Trying this key, you know, just telling you the truth. Let's move on. Let's go to Revelation 21 and 8. Revelation 21 and 8. I want to read it to you. But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable and murderers, and humongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and are liars. And liars shall have their part in the lake of fire with burning with fire and bring them. I'll read it again. But the unbelieving, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable, the murderers, homongers, sorcerers, and, the and all liars shall have a part in a lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Hmm. That's something to think about. Where will you spend eternity? You a homemonger, you a liar, you idolator, some of y'all murdered people with your mouth, some of y'all forged documents and destroyed people's lives, some of y'all police officers and have husband and wife that are police officers, destroyed people's lives, arrested people falsely. You're not getting away. You may have gotten away in the eyes of man, but you have not gotten away in God's eye. You're going to pay for what you did, and you're going to pay for it eternally. You better repent of your sins. You better ask God to have mercy on you. Hmm. You Going to the priest is not going to save you. The, the priest needs to get saved himself. Going to the priest is not going to save you. You can go confess all your sins to the priest. That priest can't save you. He can't forgive you of no sins. He has no saving power. You have no forgiveness power. I'm Catholic. I don't, it don't matter you being a Catholic. I'm Baptist. I was born of that. It don't matter you being a Baptist. Revelation twenty-one is guess what, honey? Revelation 21 and 8 is for everybody. It's for the Baptists. It's for the Pentecostals. It's for the Holiness. It's for the Catholics, the Presbyterians, the African American Episcopal. Uh, Was it Episcopal? Episcopalian? I can't get the word out right. Episcopal. And whatever religion you're running around calling yourself in, whatever religious organization you say you're part of, you're included in Revelation 21 and 8. If you continue with the wrong fire in your life, you will be lost. You will wind up in a lake of fire that burning with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Somebody say, oh, I don't know, you die twice. Oh, yeah. You die on this earth, just like you're born here and you go into eternity. Whether you go into eternal joy, our eternal damnation. What is it you really want? That's the thing to think about. What is it you really want? What is it you really want? Do you really want fire from God or do you want to continue with the devil's fire and continue down the path of destruction and sin? Sickness and disease. Oh yeah. Did you know that sin caused sickness? Sickness. Same cause sickness, my friend. Oh, yes. You can be healed, delivered, and made free if you choose to. You can be right with God every day of the week. You can live for the devil every day of the week like some of y'all been doing. I'm going to tell you this. Be sure your sins will find you out. I'll say it again. Be sure your sin will find you out. Today is a day of salvation. Choose your home you're really going to serve. I offer you an opportunity to get to know Jesus in the pardon of your sin. It's a choice. It's a choice whether you want to know God for yourself or you want to continue down the path, you're going. Some people say, I keep the Ten Commandments, I'm a goody-goody. I'm going to say it again. You could continue on the path that you're going, which you're going to lead you to eternal damnation if you don't know Jesus Christ, the pardon of your sin. Are you, ex- you can accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and be saved. It's your choice. Those of you that want to get to know Jesus and the, your personal Savior, bow your head and repeat the simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, come on, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, to be my Lord and my personal Savior. Spend me, O oh Lord. Sanctify me by your, by your word. In Jesus' name, I accept you as my personal Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, listen, let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every liberal soul that gave their life to the Lord Jesus today. I ask you to encourage their hearts, oh God, and give them strength to seek out your word, oh God, and seek out your righteousness today. I thank you for saving them and delivering them and making them free. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, listen. We have Bible study on Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night at 8.15, you can come here. Soon we will be released a 24-hour Bible study channel. Uh, we were supposed to be doing it this week, but it looked like it probably be next week. Hopefully, we should get that straight now, And we'll give you the link to go to that, Uh information uh, where you can uh, watch it. But we'll also be back here on Sundays at 5.15 p.m. Eastern time. You can visit the website, the tabernacle delivers, inc.org. And you can leave a prayer request, testimony, or become a partner. You you just got to really want to, really want to get God's fire in your life. You got to really, really, really want God to get in your life. Because I know once you get God in your life, things will improve. God will work with you. And you can have eternal life. I'll see you next week.